So, we just did an episode uh, about the Spartan 3s. Uh-huh. But we also just read the Halo Infinite Winter update lore drops. Yeah. We kind of missed a big talking point we could We did. Talked about. We did. We 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 really missed uh, some some key notes from the winter update as we were talking about the Spartan 3s last episode. Yeah. In our defense, we were 100% on Destiny 2 Destiny 2 hype. Correct. We were getting through season of the Seraph and all that fun uh heartbreaking stuff. Correct. And we just forgot to allocate <laughs> some time to read the- Read the Halo. the Halo lore drops that were coming out. Yeah. So if you were up, to, if you, dear listener, were were up to date on a winter update and popped into our Spartan Three episode and was like, "Gee, that's interesting that they didn't mention that at all." That's why. Because we literally just we found out today. Just read it today. Um, that's not what we're gonna get into this episode, but. So we just wanted to make a note quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that we we're aware. aware of the the deep winter deep lore. Yeah, there, there you go. Um, it's really interesting, and now I got to go reread Ghost of Onyx and the read the all the Reach supplementary material to like recontextualize things in my brain. Yeah, same. Um, but it's really interesting. Very interesting. Um, wow. unexpected, yeah. unexpected, unexpected. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I see anything from Ghost of Onyx directly mentioned uh it activates the neurons in my brain so that was that was a fun read Mm -hmm. uh but yeah so we we did drop the ball a little bit on that um (laughs) but we'll probably talk about that some other day definitely yeah but it does kind of lead into why we're doing the 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 main episode today yes which is we're just gonna chat a little bit about season three of halo infinite um the narrative we're just gonna talk a little bit about it the season two and season three narrative i think because there's only so much about three we know right now yeah good point Okay, so we'll start with season two. Yeah, that's kind of where it begins to begin with. Um, and a lot of the lore is, it comes through intel drops. Yeah, and it's not like super interwoven. They're like just little snippets of A story here, B story here. Yeah, so season two, is, two was Lone Wolves. And it kind of introduces us to the two main characters, these headhunters. Yep. Spartan Hugh Din and Spartan Sigrid Eklund. Yep. Um, fun fact... Eklund was part of Fireteam Crimson. Yeah. In Spartan Ops. So she was like fighting with us. Probably ran into them at some point. Yeah. Yeah. It it always makes me happy when there's like little nods back to, hey, remember Halo 4? I know. Yeah, right. Love that. She was also, I think she was like an army ranger during the actual war before she became yeah. a Spartan. Um, and she's also supposed to be really calm. Like she's like a, mm-hmm. a really steady kind of Spartan. Um, and then Hugh Din is not mentioned too much in the Lone Wolves drops because he's in a coma. Yeah. <laughs> With a yeah. banished AI in his brain. Yeah, so the the whole bit is that they're trying to, like, extract it or pull it out of him without killing him. And that that's basically what the intro cutscene uh, for Season 2 showed us, that mm-hmm. Din is uh, down for the count, and they need to try to get this really aggressive banished AI out of his head. And we learned that they had gotten this banished AI on Camber. This is the mm-hmm. map from its breaker. That's the same planet. Yeah. Um, which was a, a UNSC colony <laughs> during the Human Covenant War. It was classed by our good buddy, Arbiter. <laughs> the man himself. The man himself. A particular fleet of particular justice. And then after the war was over, it was 
kind of reclaimed by Banished. Yeah. And they set up their own ship-breaking yard, and yeah, they're 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 making new ships out of our old ships. Yeah, which is uh, at least they recycle. <laughs> Banished are, are climate conscious. Uh. <laughs> sort of, not really. <laughs> um, but that's the that's the location where Din and Eklund were on when they found Eratus. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of like you said, Josie, a lot of the uh, the little lore drops for season two kind of just supplement all this story, kind of introduce you to like who they are. There's like some stuff going on on Camber, like mm-hmm. e- Eklund's report is there. We get Musa in June. We do That's get Musa cool. in June talking about Ekl- uh, Eklund and how she might be a good fit for a operation they're planning. Uh huh. But it doesn't really go into much more detail about that. Right. Um, if anything, like the most relevant insight we get is in the first Intel drop. Uh, apparently there's a company called Lux Voluspa that is trying to make AI or is they're, they're researching making AI off of non-human matrices. So taking non-human brains and turning those into AIs and they use the Jirohane brain to make Eratus. And then the banished come and get Eratus and basically use Eratus for their own games. It's really interesting to see the UNSC trying to adapt to new AI technology after the created. Yeah. I'm sure that's where this is coming from. Probably. You it, you like Norse mythology. I do. What does Voluspa mean? I was, <laughs> I was, I was going to comment on that. So Voluspa is one of, the, one of the stories in the poetic Edda of Norse mythology, and it's basically... A seer telling Odin the story of creation up until Ragnarok. So it's, okay. it's, it, it's a myth that touches both on the beginning of time and the end of it. I, I feel like it's either huh. very intentional that this company is called Voluspa. The, you know, be the beginning, the created, and then the end, uh, that could have some meaning somewhere. And then okay. Lux just means light, so. Yeah. I, it's it's either very intentional that it's called that, or it's just keeping in the, the 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 Norse mythology theme for some naming like the Yggdrasil and Mjolnir and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It could be both. It could be both. It could just be really cool. Yeah, and it means a little something. I don't know. I think it's really cool. I, I saw the name and uh, red flags like that. That has to mean something. That has to mean something. Yeah. But um, suffice to say, they created a Jorlhani AI and the banish like, oh, we want that. And they came and took that. <laughs> are there other banished variants? Like, are there other Aratus variants? I haven't been playing that much. Um, I don't know if there are, like, necessarily other banished AI other than the Aratus that is in Din's head. That we have. Uh-huh. But, yeah, but Aratus is one of the AI options for your Spartan. Oh, okay, um, well, yeah. And I think it's the second Intel drop they mentioned that there's like copies of Eratus ready for deployment amongst the other Spartans, so it's probably like shackled or dumb versions of Eratus that it acts as like one of the companion dummy eyes that the Spartan fours have mm-hmm. in in Infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are other instances of Eratus, but they're not like the prime Eratus that's trying to right. You like it's all up in Din's Din's brain space. It's right. Like little mini less malicious Eratuses. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, it, it's kind of how, like, there's other, like, Butler and Fretz and okay. uh, Luma, I think. Like, they're 
there are different instances of the same consciousness, but they're also dumb AI, so... Gotcha. So I, I assume, like, the Erotus in the story is the prime smart AI that we have to deal with, and all the other little Erotuses running around in our heads are not that complicated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but as far as the Banished having other AI, uh, Erotus is claimed to be the first that we've seen, but it's also not mm. a Banished AI, like, we create the the... Humans created Rodus out of a journal honey brain, but the banished have him now. Or had him now, I guess we have him again. Okay. It, I'm really interested to see where this is going. Well, it's also interesting, it kind of leads into season three with what we're seeing with Din. Yeah, he's awake. He's out of his coma. Yeah, we, pl- <laughs> we, we played multiplayer and got him out of his coma. But the season three opener kind of shows that Rodus can access memories that he Din didn't want him to see. <laughs> yeah. But it, so, it seems like Din has, first of all, Din was a, he was like an Oni operative. He was for section three. Mm-hmm. But it seems like in 2553, there was an operation that went very awry, yeah. uh, where a lot of, most of his team seemed to have died pretty gruesomely by, I think it looks like drones. It looks like Yanmei. Yeah. But that's kind of the flashback that we see in the season three opener. The production value is like a lot better. <laughs> like, yeah, it was really no, nice. It was, really to cool it was like really cool. Yeah, it was a very nice cutscene. Yeah, and then it, during the cutscene, it seems like Din is regretting choices he made and thought like maybe if, or choices either he or his squad mate, and like he's saying like maybe if they didn't leave so early by air, they would have made it out alive. Yeah. And Arata is saying regardless of what they did, they were going to die anyway. Right. It, it's kind of like Din has these regrets, and Arata is kind of like egging him on. Right. Making him feel helpless. Yeah. Yeah, so there's there, there's something he wants to do with Din. That's kind of all we know. It kind of um, just seems like torture at the moment. Yeah, which makes sense for a brute. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would expect nothing less. Yeah. And then at the end, there's a reveal that... Um, yeah, that there's a door in Life Fire in a little tunnel underground that during like an active war game mm-hmm. match... A uh, grenade lands near this the door. When the grenade explodes, there's an Oni symbol visible on the door that wasn't there before. And it's there in multiplayer now. Yeah. So there's some connection, I'm assuming, between Din, Aratus, and this Oni secret that's yeah. hiding? Maybe it's in Aver- the Avery Johnson Academy of Military Sciences? That's what I think. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I know that Agrina once said, like, we built this... Academy off the map to train the next generation of Spartans or whatever. Yeah. But we still don't know exactly where the Academy is. I kind of think that this is like like a defunct Oni facility that they repurposed Could into be. a Spartan training. Yeah. Whatever. The other cool thing is if you go, we Josie and I just did this. We, we If you go to the door, just boot up a customs game and go into the door and like go next to the door where the Oni symbol is, you can hear something like it's a very like you can hear some kind of like whooshing sound behind it. I, I described it as um, Metroid Prime ambient <laughs> alien noise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like some ambient sci-fi droning noises coming from the door. Yeah, I am all for you know me. I love Oni so much. Yeah. Um, and it was one thing when I was like, oh, Din's like an ex Oni agent. That's awesome. And then it was like, we're ending the season cutscene. With Oni on a door. Yes, let's go. <laughs> but um, that's about what we know for for this season. Um, intriguing. I think that's the word for it. I'm intrigued. 
where yeah, I, where I, I wasn't really in the first <laughs> two seasons. Let's be honest. I'm just going to be honest. I wasn't. But I'm intrigued yeah. now. And and again, to our defense, uh, there's a lot going on in Destiny, and that's like our second big interest. Like Halo and Destiny are constantly like they fight against each other for our attention sometimes. That yeah. But yeah, no, definitely going to try to stay in the loop a little bit <laughs> Pay more now. Attention more. Yeah. Not make episodes after not yeah. reading important lore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I'm I'm glad we got to talk a little bit. We love talking about, you know, established lore, but it's kind of nice to talk about something a little more present day. Yeah, and it's nice when there's like a mystery or a story that's not yet fully told. Yeah, I'm really hoping we, I, I'm hoping this starts, this is indicative of every season as far as production value and, um... I'm interested in the characters. I like that we've got some backstory for them. I think yeah. it's. I think things like tying uh, Eklund into Crimson. That's that kind of stuff is awesome because it doesn't mm. break anything. It doesn't like have to you know reinvent the wheel. But now, if you go back and play Spartan Ops, you're like, oh, this, she's like here. That's kind of yeah. cool. Anyway, I think that's I think that's cool stuff. But um, yeah, I think that's gonna do it. Uh, for this, just a quick episode about what we're what we have seen so far with the multiplayer narrative, right? That's about it. Definitely looking forward to seeing how things play out. Yeah, I'm hoping we get some answers about the academy. A jams. A jams. A jams. Avery. <laughs> Avery J. Johnson. Avery. <laughs> academy of Military Science. A jams. Um, that'll do it for this episode, and I'm sure we'll catch you guys in the next one, and we'll be up to speed on the lore. <laughs> Definitely more more so than we were. <laughs> we're gonna go rant about Spartan Three again some more. We'll we'll probably call back to it. Yeah. Oh at yeah. Some we, point. we 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 still need to talk about the deep winter deep lores, but we'll Jeez. get there. But for now, that'll <laughs> do it for our just little brief multiplayer narrative. Catch you guys later. <laughs>